Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. Welcome to part two of the most common misconceptions that I hear from women about attracting your soulmate. And misconceptions can be known as myths, different fears, beliefs, um, really anything that gets in the way of telling you that, yes, I can have the things that I want. I can have the relationship of my dreams. My goal is to just completely blast these misconceptions open and have you be in a place of full belief and knowing that anything is possible for you and that you can have love now if you are open to it. Make sure to tune into part one, by the way, there is some serious gold in there and the gold is going to continue because I have some more misconceptions for you that we are going to work through today. And I hope that this just really gives you a new perspective and that this episode has you feel really, really good. So let's go ahead and dive in. So another common misconception is that you know, if I'm not happy with my body, if I'm not happy with the way I look right now, if I'm just not happy with my appearance that I should fix these things first, and then I can start dating and then I can be ready. So here's what I have to say to this, because it's actually not as simple as me saying that's false (laughs) because a belief or a feeling of, you know, not just a dissatisfaction with the way you look doesn't feel good. Right. And when we don't like the way that we look on the outside, sometimes we believe and we can fall into the trap that if I don't love the way I look, nobody else will. And that's simply not true. I can guarantee you that there are thousands and thousands of men, women, whichever your preference is, who would just so adore you right now for the exact way you look, your exact weight, your exact hair color, whether you have eyelash extensions or not whether you wear a size four or a size 12 or a size 20, I can guarantee that there are so many people who you match their exact preference. Like they love the way you look. Okay. And physical attraction. Yes. That is very helpful in the beginning, but it takes so much more than that. You will fall in love with someone because of who they are and somebody will fall in love with you because of who you are. So you saying, I can't date until I look this way or I fit this size, you are robbing yourself of experiencing incredible love. And you are also robbing somebody the experience of being able to love you because they're ready to love you. So I want you to know that you have full permission. You have full and, and I don't need to give you permission, right? Only you can give yourself permission. But if you want to fix something, if you want to change something about your appearance, if you want to lose weight, if you want to you know, become a certain way, you want to look a certain way for you because it will make you happy, do it. But please don't do it from this place of when I do this, if I do this, if I look this way, then I'll be lovable because that, my love, is a trap. It is a trap because there's always going to be something else 
oh, well, I could, I could be skinnier. I could get Botox. I could have bigger lips. I could have longer eyelashes. I could have a bigger butt. I could have a nicer car. I could blah, blah, blah. There's always so many more things. And if you feel like the only way, the, the reason you got this person, the reason you attracted this person is because of the way you looked, your physical appearance, the fact that you lost weight, fact that you came off this way, that's setting you yourself up to have to continue to, you know, hold that pattern and continue that way. And that doesn't feel good to think the, the reason this person chose me is because of, I was on a diet and I looked really good at that point in time. Or the reason they chose me is because I, you know, was at this specific weight, my hair looked this way. Like, no, it has to be you, you, get to, you get to look however you want to look. You get to alter your appearance. You get to, if you, if it makes you happy to change your face, to, you know, look a certain way to get down to a certain weight, because you, that's when you feel sexiest. That's when you feel powerful, do it, but do it for you. Okay. If, if you were lovable for the exact way that you looked right now, if you were worthy of being pursued, if you were worthy of falling madly in love and being treated like a queen right now for the way you look right now, would you still want to change those things? Would you still want to, you know, do those things? Right. So really ask yourself that question. And, you know, I'm not preaching from a place of, you know, anywhere else. I have put a lot of emphasis into my appearance over the years right? Like, and, and I did it from a place that, so back when I was single, you know, I would make sure I worked out like five days a week, like intense workouts. Like I would go to core power yoga and do heated sculpt classes. I don't know if you've ever experienced core power yoga, it's heated yoga. I would do those sculpt classes and I actually do them online now, but I did them And I would do orange theory classes. Like I would do both. And I did it from this place of like, I look my most attractive when I'm doing these workouts and I'm doing them consistently. And this is going to be the way this is how someone's going to love me. And even though I was like very pleased with how my body was looking, it was this empty feeling. And it was this feeling of, I got to keep this up. And so when I would say no, like when I would be like, I'm not going to, um, I don't want to go today or I'm a little hungover today can be my off day. There would be this voice creeping in that would go, well, you're not going to be as attractive. You're not going to be as hot. Like your body's not going to be as nice. Like your, your abs aren't going to be as defined. Like you ate pizza last night. And it was this, it was like a really tough place to be. And same, I, I did this with like appearance too, with shopping a lot. So I remember I used to think that I had to wear like I need to wear very trendy, really attractive outfits out. And that is going to have a guy notice me. So I actually was spending a lot of money that, you know, I was putting on credit cards and this, like, I wouldn't wear the same thing out. It was so weird. I'd be like, well, you wore this top out three months ago and you can't wear it again. And so just the thing is, there's nothing wrong with working out and there's nothing wrong with shopping, right? There's nothing wrong with buying clothes that you feel good in, but you have to look at why you're doing it and what you're attaching to it. And are you saying, if I do this, then this will make me attractive. Then I will be worthy of love because it's such a trap. It's such a spiral. 
Right. And so I still, you know, care about the way I look. I get my hair blown out every week. I wear makeup most days. I exercise like, you know, I love the, I love how my body looks. And I also know that I'm lovable on the days where I don't work out. I also know that I'm lovable on, you know, the times, the days where I don't wear makeup. Right. I, I know that my partner chose me because of me, not because of how I looked. And what's more important than that, like a thousand times more important than that is that I still love myself on those days. I love myself on those days where I don't look (laughs) put together. I love myself on the days where I'm on my period and I'm just like, I'm not going to work out today. Like I still love myself. And so this is really, this runs deep, right? Like you get to love yourself. And so I want you to ask yourself, like, if I truly believe that I was worthy of love right here, right now, how would I be spending my time? What would I be doing? What would I be saying to myself? Because it's really about how you love yourself. So fix what you want to fix because you want to improve what you want to improve Buy the things you want to buy, do the things to your face. You want to do to your face, work out the way you want to work out because you want to not because you think it's your ticket to love. Okay. Nothing outside of you will give you validation. The next misconception. So if I'm busy, I should wait for things to slow down first. So (laughs) this is tough because you are likely a busy woman, right? You're an ambitious woman. You have a lot of stuff going on in your life. You have goals. You have things you're working toward. Maybe you own a business. Maybe you you know, are in a corporate career where it demands a lot of your time. So I want you to know that you can... Like it's so friggin' important. It's so imperative that you know that you're going to make time for the things that are important for you and that you're only going to get busier in your life more than likely. Right. It's like, you're going to have more things you're working toward. You're going to do more of these things. And so just know that dating can be a part of your life. It doesn't have to be your whole life. And just because you choose to date and focus on meeting people and focus on dating doesn't mean another area of your life has to suffer. I've worked with a lot of women over the years. You know, I've had my business for over three years and I've worked with a lot of women who have a fear that their work is going to slip or that they're not going to be able to start their business or that you know, they're going to be distracted or that they're not going to make as much money once they start dating or that someone they attract will get mad at them for working so much or so many things that come with that. So I want you to know that you're always going to find the time for things that are important to you and that dating can be a part of your life. Dating should not be like, oh, once everything slows down, then I can date. It's like, decide to be there, right? Like you can be completely present. Let's say you go on one date a week and it's about an hour and a half. You can be present for that hour. You know, you could be like, you could be giving all of your attention for that hour. Like you have the hour, right? You have the time to message and, you know, attract people who also are busy and also value their time. And they're just like, Hey, you know, I don't want to talk a ton on here. Like we've gone back and forth and this feels good to me. Let's meet up and see if there's a connection, right? That's the goal. The whole goal with dating apps is to get off of the dating apps. But the trap is that people, you know, spend time like building a relationship on their getting, like having conversations that frankly you should be having in person on dating apps and it gets spread out, you know, weeks 
and you feel exhausted. And then it's like, you don't get asked out on a date. And it's like, what was that for? So just know that if you're busy, that doesn't mean that you can't date. That doesn't mean that it's not possible. That doesn't mean that you need to wait until things slow down. You can 1000% date and have success in dating and meet people and create a relationship when you're busy. Oh, and my personal experience, I was the busiest I've ever been in my life when Ryan and I started dating. Like I had just left my corporate job to take my coaching business full time. And I was at a place where I only had a couple clients. So that meant that I needed to build my business and bring in more clients, AKA to pay the bills that my salary was no longer paying. And that required a lot of work and that required a lot of attention and like, you know, bringing money in and a lot of focus. And so I made it a promise to myself that I was only going to date somebody who added to my life. Right. And so I attracted someone who not only was also an entrepreneur, but most importantly, he supported me. He knew where I was at and he wanted me to succeed. And so he gave me that time and space. He didn't take things personally. And he also helped balance me out a lot in that time, because in my mind, I was like, must make money, must work all the time, like super focused. And he helped me freaking relax and play and like go to the park and be a normal human and get frozen yogurt and watch a movie and like balance it out. Right. Like money flows to a mind that is happy and relaxed. And, you know, the amount of money you make isn't directly correlated to your output output and what you do is important, but it's more so about who you're being in alignment. Or I don't want to say more. So I want to say equally because the work is important. Actually doing the things is important and your alignment is too. So just because I had fun, that didn't mean money didn't want to come to me. In fact, it's like, that's the moment I decided to have fun and not be on my phone. That's when like someone would reach out and be like, Hey, can I like, do you, are you taking on private clients right now? Or someone who said they needed to think about it would come back and be like, Hey, I'm ready. I'm in. It's like, it would be when I was having fun. And Ryan really helped me with that. He helped me get out of this like serious mode. Okay. So just think about all the ways that a relationship can add to your life based on where you're at now. And like, also ask yourself to get honest with yourself. Like if I knew that for sure, me putting time and energy and effort into dating would lead to me attracting the relationship of my dreams, would I create space for it? Nine out of 10 times, you're going to say yes. But what's actually probably going on is you have a deeper subconscious belief that you're not actively aware of that comes up when you think about dating. And that's why it's easier for you to say that you're too busy, just being real with you. And I'm saying it with love. Okay. So next, next misconception, if I'm in a transition period of my life, it's not a good time. So a transition period could look like I'm going to move somewhere. This has been a big one. I've actually had a lot of clients I've worked with who they were planning to move and they were like, I'm moving in the next few months. I don't know if I should date, but they ended up dating and, you know, meeting their person and moving with that person that happened with one of my clients or you never know. Um, so I'm in a transition period of my life. It's not a good time. Other transitions are like you're in between jobs right now. You're looking for a job or you haven't worked in a while, or maybe you, you know, had to move home with your parents for a little bit. I had that happen with a lot of my clients, um, just in general, like if they were in a transition period, they moved home for a few months and that can bring up 
you know, shame, or it can be feel like a block. Like I can't date right now because of this, but a, there's always a way and B we can't control the timing of when things happen, right. When we're going to meet our person. So here you are trying to like orchestrate when you're going to meet your person and you're like, it can't possibly happen when I'm living with my parents can't possibly happen when I'm looking for a new job. Like can't possibly happen when I'm starting my business. Like it can't possibly happen when I'm healing my gut. It's like, yeah, it can. You just have to be open to it. So this comes down to challenging these beliefs and rules for yourself. It's like, why am I saying that I can't have this thing because of the three month period I'm in? right? We get to really open ourselves up. And again, there might be something deeper going on there. Maybe you feel like you have too much baggage or you feel embarrassed about where you're at. You're judging yourself. You're feeling shame. You're feeling like, well, I don't like where I'm at. So how will someone else like it? And this is where it comes to doing the inner work because it's not about the circumstance changing. And then it's like, oh, once that changes, then I'm worthy of love. It's about changing your inside, changing your inner reality so that the circumstance will will change or you won't need it to change, to be happy, to be joyful, to love yourself, to experience love, okay? So how would that look if you believed like, where I'm at right now, like I'm worthy of love right now. My dream person will love me, even though I live with my parents, even though I haven't had a job for three months, you know, even though I'm figuring out what I want to do with my life, even though I might move, even though I'm in a certification program or I'm in school or I'm doing something that's taking a lot of my time and working towards something. And then I don't know where I'm going to live when I'm done with that program. Like, what if you decided that you were worthy of love now and that you could have it all now, like you could still be in this transition period and have an incredible relationship. You could have a partner in your life who supports you and cheers you on and loves you and all the things. So I also want to share with you now that we've gone through these misconceptions and, you know, I know that there's more and maybe who knows, I can make a part three on this, but I wanted to give you the most common ones that I hear between part one and part two, I've given you six. And so I really hope that this has opened up something in you that there's been some like clicks, (laughs) something that has landed as always. I freaking love when you DM me and let me know what resonated when you let me know that a certain episode spoke to you that to me, that is like my love language, seriously, affirmation, words of affirmation. And, you know, you telling me these things, it truly does mean the world to me. So thank you so much in advance for sharing with me. I love to hear it. And I also want to remind you that we are in the final phases of closing enrollment for fall in love. This is my signature three month group coaching soulmate attraction program. So it's for single women who want to attract their dream partner while really prioritizing your healing. So you want to heal from the past. You want to be able to heal from exes, let go you know, finally be able to move past some of the emotions you've been holding on to. You really want to understand how you show up in relationships, some of your patterns, maybe patterns that you've picked up from the way you grew up from your past relationships. And you really want to identify what patterns you've been playing out and you want to let go of what doesn't serve you, build up the patterns that do serve you. You want to create a deep, deep level of self-love, self-acceptance, embracing who you are, how you look, 
what you bring to the table in a relationship and you want to feel super duper confident in who you are and all the things you have to offer. You want to learn all the tools to attract healthy, emotionally, uno- or emotionally available rather people. You want to have high quality dating experiences. Like you want an experience in dating where you're being pursued, where you're actually attracting people who are wanting to move things forward. You're not feeling stuck in this like, million pen pals or, you know, constant disappointment. You really want to be using your time in a way where you're attracting high quality people who, you know, get your value and they're moving things forward. And overall, you just want to, you want to feel more confident in dating. You want to feel like, you know, exactly, you know, how to show up, not, you know, how to think about certain things, how you act versus how men act, how, you know, the people who you're trying to date act, like you really want to understand those things. You want to have boundaries, so many things, and you really want support. Like you love the idea of having me in your corner for three months. You can ask me anything, anytime you can receive personalized coaching from me throughout our time together anytime you need it on all of our calls. And the thought of being in an intimate space with like-minded women who are also attracting their soulmate through a place of self-love and growth. You want their support. You want women who are there to cheer you on, to celebrate you, to hold space for you, to let you vent, to, you know, encourage you like this is the place to be. This is such a powerful, powerful experience. So if you know that you want to be a part of this, I highly encourage you to fill out your application ASAP so that you can get in on this round, the January round of fall in love. If you are listening to this episode past January, send me a DM and we can figure out what will be the best fit for you, for you to receive support on your journey to attract your soulmate. I guarantee I have a way that I can support you. I have programs, courses, masterclasses, all the things, and I would be so friggin' thrilled to support you. I hope you love this episode. Go ahead and click the show notes to join fall in love. I would be so excited to work with you and take this journey with you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.